Moshe Rabbeinu was all composed, said to Hashem, Mechelina Mesifecha, if you don't forgive this nation, just erase me from your books. You gotta be focused. You gotta be focused and realize what life is all about. Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman on the Parsha. This week, Parsha's Baharayischa. Does the end justify the meat? and the website, he pointed to my attention this phenomenal idea brought down by Rab Shimshon Pincus in one of his forum, Tefer Shimshon Alatoyo. And Kedarkeinu Bakoidish, we'll start with a couple of basic questions. We all know in this week's Parsha that Bnei Israel were crying out to Hashem, enough of the man, we want to eat real hardcore meat. That's what we want. They start to cry to Hashem, to Moshe Rabbeinu, and they say, please give us meat. And as a result, we know Moshe Rabbeinu got upset at them, HaKadosh Baruch got upset at them, but not just upset. This was upset to the extreme, as they say. First of all, if you look carefully in Pasuk, in Pasuk Yud, it says that HaKadosh Baruch heard what they wanted. They started crying about the meat. And it says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu was greatly upset and angry at them. And so to Moshe Rabbeinu said, I can't take this anymore. What, this is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you're giving me this responsibility to take over, to, to be in charge of Am Yisrael. Uh, he, he keeps on saying, I alone can't carry the entire nation. If this is how you do to me, just kill me now. What's going on over here? Is this not the same Moshe Rabbeinu that with the big sin of the golden calf, Chet HaEgel, Moshe Rabbeinu was all composed and said, and said Hashem, If you don't forgive this nation, just erase me from your books. He was all composed. He said, let's take Mila Hashem Eli. Who's coming with me to fight the people that sinned heavily? Let's kill them and let's restart. But Hashem, please forgive them. And he, what happened over here? And it's very weak to say such an answer as it's a straw that broke the camel's back. We're talking about Moshe Rabbein, the Helig of Moshe Rabbein. So what's going on over here? Also, I want to be Daik that I don't think we saw this in the other sins. Maybe I'm wrong if you... If you Find so, please, please correct me. But over here it says, "Vayichar Af Hashem." Hakadosh Baruch was very upset. Vayichar Af Hashem meoid, very upset. Adkan, question number one: What happened over here? It seems like in this chet, the mitoyinim that they complained about wanting meat, there was something deep over here that caused Moshe Rabin to react in such a fashion, and Hakadosh Baruch to react in such a fashion. Question number two: What are they crying about meat? They have something that was unbelievable. Never, ever has there been such a thing in history. The man, the man was something the Gemara explains. The Midrash says it looked like diamonds. It tasted like anything you wanted to taste like. It was unbelievable. What are they crying about? And yet, they complained about the fact that it was lechem aklukal, which means it was unbelievable. It gave you every nutrition value you needed, and you didn't have to go... You don't have to, there's nothing coming out of the body. Everything stayed in. And they were crying about that? 
How can they cry about that? That's that's an unbelievable thing. Question that's question number two. Question number three is what do you mean? The man tasted like anything they wanted. So it tasted like meat. So what are they crying about meat? What's going on over here? So many questions. And let's not forget, as my dear friend Reb Svei said to me, all the Rishonim ask, what do you mean they didn't have, they had meat, they had cattle, they had cattle and sheep and everything. So what are they crying about they don't have meat? Some of these questions are of Shem Pinkas, some I added, and we'll start trying to answer all of them. First of all, the Gemara tells us that although we all know of Hamisha Chumshei Torah, as we know from the Echad Miyudea, but really the Gemara says that there's seven. There's seven because Bamidbal is also is really split into three. And the split happens right over here in Baaloischa. Everything until the Pasuk Vayibin Tsoaroin is one. The, the Psukim of Vayibin Tsoaroin is, is number two. And number three, meaning Bamidbar is split into three. And number three is everything after Vayibin Tsoaroin. Says Rav Shinshon Pinkus, the first part of Bamidbar is how the, 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 the best way Bnei Israel should really live, where there's a dwelling around the Shekhinah, and the Shekhinah's in the middle, and the Divine pres Presence of HaKadosh Buchu is in the middle, and everything's in harmony, everything's perfect. Then, you have Vayibin Tsaroin, Vayom Moshe, every, all the enemies just run away from us. And from every perspective, HaKadosh Buchu takes care of everything, because everything is in, in perfect harmony. And then, started what is the root cause of We'll call it the fall. Now everything goes downhill from here. The misoinanim. So once again, what is it about this chet of the misoinanim that they complained about the meat that was so bad? At the end of the day, they wanted the joy, a good piece of steak. Why is that so bad? The answer I'd like to pose, <coughs> based on what Rav Shimshon Piku says, is that they couldn't take it with the spiritual intensity that was facing them. They couldn't take it. And you know what represented that in the best way? The man. The man was an angelic type of food. It was exactly what the, the, the body needed. That's it. Not a bit more, not a bit less. And Hagufaraya, they didn't need to go to the washroom. Everything was perfect. Everything was perfect. This is exactly the thing that bothered them. They couldn't take this spiritual intensity, being with the Kaddish Buhu every second. Of course, they want kosher meat. Of course, they want to go in the ways of a Kaddish Buhu. Everything's great. But they want to live in a way, a Kaddish Buhu, we did what we needed to do. Now, let us enjoy life also. Why can't we have also a, a good Gishmak steak and also learn, learn amazingly and do chesed? What's wrong? Why is there a contradiction over here? They couldn't take the in your face spiritu spirituality and that's what the mind represented and there's a lot to talk about this for example the midrash says that a person knew exactly where he was holding on the spiritual level depending on how many steps he had to take in order to get the food in the morning when he woke up it was a two steps or ten steps that means he's getting instant feedback where he's holding sp on the spiritual level if you think about it that could be difficult it's very intense they needed a break they needed a timeout and that is 
why they complained to Moshe Rabbeinu. Because until that point, meaning until Vayibin Tzoharon, until that point where everything was in perfect harmony, they had a very special relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. They were almost directly with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, of course, via Moshe, through Moshe, Moshe Rabbeinu. Everything was through Moshe Rabbeinu, but it was almost directly with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Any question they had, they just came out of uh, Can we have Pesach Sheini? We missed out. We were tame. Please, can we have Pesach Sheini? Moshe Rabbeinu says, just a second. Let, let's ask Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Bichvoidu ve'atzmoi. They ask Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Yeah, yeah. They should have Pesach Sheini. From then, there was Pesach Sheini. They couldn't take that. That was too intense for them, and therefore they said, "That's it. We don't want this. We want from now on. We remember the." They even cried out, and this is another question that we can answer. They cried out, oh, we want the fish. We remember. That's also a duke I want to make. It doesn't say we want to eat fish, but we remember the fish and the melon, etc., etc., that we ate in Egypt. And the question begs itself, what do you mean? What did you eat in Egypt? In Egypt, in Mitzrayim, you were slaves. Some Rishonim Behemet tried to ask, well, what's going on? What, what fish did they get? They got nothing. They, got, they eat matzah. The most basic food item there is. What are they crying about now? The fish they had. And, and some Rishonim answer, yeah, it was the bad fish that went bad. They gave it to them. But what really happened is they're crying and saying, it's not really the item of food they ate. It's more the fact that the food had nothing to do with spirituality. Let's just ha- let's, let us just eat food that has nothing to do with spiritual, a spiritual context. That's it. That's all they wanted. They wanted time out. They wanted to break a bit away from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but that's what they wanted to do. And that's why Moshe Rabbeinu was so upset. And that's why the cattle they had wasn't good enough, because the tzoyin, that in those days, the only way you could eat meat was through giving a sacrifice to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Again, spirituality. That's all. Yeah, shech the meat, go to the kohen, shech the meat, and then they, they, they ate the meat only after it was brought on to a sacri- as a, a mizbeach. They couldn't take that anymore. Just let us enjoy the meat. We want meat in between our teeth. That's the Lashon they used. That's what they want. They want that, that, they want that experience of just enjoying the physical, having a geshmaka steak. And that is what Moshe Rabbeinu said, realized. Whoa, they're here just to enjoy Gashmis? And of course, this is not a contradiction to what we said last week, that we tried to elevate the physical. But again, that means the physical is in the context of spirituality. And now they want to totally disconnect and change what is considered a means to an end. This is it. Yes, only temporary, only a couple hours a day. Let us enjoy life. Let us, let us enjoy the food, amazing steaks. No. That is what upset Moshe Rabbeinu and of course also HaKadosh Baruch Hu. adds to this very interesting idea, very unique idea that has to do with the fact that they were able to eat milk products, but they want to have proper meat. What is the symbolic idea behind this? Says Rav Shimshon Pinkus, that Chazal, Chazal tell us in the Gemara in Bechoris, that the Basar that has a red has a red tint it because it's made of it's made of blood, really. Now even milk is also made of blood. After the blood ch- goes through a certain transformation, I and Cham check it out in Bechoyris. But the difference is, says Chazal in the Midrash and Yalkut Shimoni in Pashas Baloischa, they say that the milk that a baby has from the mother, within that milk, he tastes 
any food item that the mother ate. However, meat, on the other hand, when you take a piece of meat from, from the animal that you have, what after you cook it, it's something totally different. You really get a piece from the behemoth, from the animal direct. And that is exactly what represents what happened here. The man was like milk. It was directly from Hashem and it could taste like anything you wanted. But you had a direct connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's the type of life they lived until that point. Everything was through via Moshe Rabbeinu to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, direct, unbelievable, such a high level. And they said, enough, we want meat. That's why they remembered everything they had in Mitzrayim, because in Mitzrayim it had nothing to do with spirituality. They could just have food and enjoy food. And that is exactly what they were crying about. With that, we pretty much answer all our questions, but it gets even better. When you look at the new, as we said, Bamidbar is split into three parshas. Parsha number one is Aptov Ibn Suaron. That's in the balanced, in the harmony formation where the Shekhin HaKadosh Buhu dwells in the middle. Everything's going through Moshe Rabbeinu. Then you have the outcome of that in the in the Vayibin Tzoharon, look at the translations of the Psukim, everything is going amazing, and Chazal tell us that represents anything in this world. Even the Gashmis aspects will end up being perfect, because we're in harmony with HaKadosh Buhu, via Moshe Rabbeinu. But then starts the pitfalls. As Rav Shimshon Pinkus explains, from that point and on, we have all the different parshas we have the Chet HaMiraglim after, and we have in Parshas Koyach, the argument between Koach Vadato, and we have in Chukas that Moshe Rabbeinu had the sin of Mei Meriva, and we have in Balak also that Bnei Israel went with Nois Moyav. Ayin Sham, how he explains how it follows exactly that everything stems from the same Shosh, the same root cause, which is not living a spiritual life. And that is what caused everything, and that is what happened right after. HaKadosh Baruch says, Moshe Rabbeinu, last time HaKadosh Baruch told Moshe Rabbeinu, I'm so happy, Shalkoyach, great for you that you come and fought back from Bnei Israel so that I'll forgive them. But this time, you don't see that action from HaKadosh Baruch Rather, HaKadosh Baruch says to Moshe Rabbeinu, you know what, you're right, from now on, it's not going to be on your head only. We're going to get 70 of this, we're going to get Zikne Israel to be with you. Yeah, the Pesuk can go on to say that 70 Mizikne Israel, they'll help you out. Because from this point on, it was no more this amazing epitome of spirituality, direct connection through Moshe Rabbeinu. Now they had to ask this Kainim, and it wasn't the same anymore. And this is what was the root cause of everything. Because when we're close to HaKadosh Buhu and live a spiritual life, and we have... We have the goals of what life is all about clear in front of our minds, in front of our eyes, every day, day in, day out, and realize what life is all about. And it is about spirituality. But yes, of course we have Gashmias around us, but we elevate the Gashmias, and we use it as Kalim, just like our body is the most evident Kli for the Neshama, for us to be Oyved Hashem and connect with That's how we should live life. And Rav Shimshon Pinkus at the end, of this Shtikol uh, he explains how, if you really think about it, you'll see even life here in this world is way better when you live life in such a way that it's clear to you always, no matter what you do, that it's all about connecting to and being spiritual. Ad he gives a very simple 
example that a person comes home and he said to his wife, I have a very important meeting tonight, please make sure the, the, my dinner will be ready. I don't usually ask of you for this, but please, this one time is very important for me. Now, he can either come home and he sees if the dinner is not ready, he can, he can get upset, or before he enters the door, he says, what, what is life all, all about? It's all one big optical illusion, so that there will be room for my freedom of choice. I can choose to do be good or bad before I go into the store. If the din- whatever happens, if the dinner's not ready, I know that is what was meant to be, and that's my design. Everything's great, and we'll just move on in life and be happy. Imagine what a difference it is if you look from that perspective onto life. It's a totally different ballgame. I just want to end, even though we're on the 16-minute mark. There's a lot more to say. First of all, we've answered all our questions because the reason they weren't happy with the man, even though it tasted like meat, even though they had meat, they were complaining about meat because what they really were complaining about is we want food and we don't want to be no strings attached, no spirituality, no sacrifices, no nothing. That is what we're, we remember back in the days of Mitzrayim. That's what we miss. Just give us a bit of slack. But they didn't realize that that slack is what makes the big difference. Once you say, a couple, even a couple hours in the day, just let me be, let me enjoy Gashmis, that's a problem. It's just a means. You can't turn a means to an end. You can say that you need a bit of vacation to have more koichis, to be over the Shem. But just vacation, Lashem vacation. A vacation, Lishma, just for the sake of vacation. A piece of steak, just for feet of steak. Not for Sudas Mitzvah, not to get koichis, to be over the Shem. That's a problem. That is where it starts going downhill because we know in spirituality, just like a baby develops, there is no staying status quo. There's always go- either continuous growing or chas v'shalom, the other way, going down. I just want to end with a story. I won't say the vault behind it. It's a different, we need a couple of minutes for that. But once upon a time, there was a king that had a big a big war broke out between the two kings and king number one said i really want to stop this he told his nation whoever has a good eight sign an idea how to stop this war i promise you five minutes to go to my treasures and whatever you can come out with from there you'll get and lo and behold one person was able to give such a solution and it worked the king didn't know what to do he went to all his yuatsim and consulted with them and said, what, what, what do I do? On the one hand, I can't lie, I'm the king. On the other hand, I don't want him to take five minutes worth from my treasures. That's crazy. What do I do? And then he decided, and, and, and the Yoatzim, the people he consulted with, they told him, we have an idea. Let him into your treasure, but we will put everything out there that will attract his attention. We'll put the best 500-year-old wine, and we'll have amazing food and the best music and hopefully we'll distract him. He went in and he starts running for the treasures, but then he hears this amazing music, he starts dancing. He sees this unbelievable cakes. Wow. And before he knew it, time was up. That is exactly what life is all about. That's obviously the mashal, the nimshal is. You gotta be focused. You gotta be focused and realize what life is all about. The more mitzvahs you do, the more chesed, the more toyra, the more connecting to Buhu. And even the physical, we can elevate and turn into a mitzvah. You go to sleep, you have kavana, I'm sleeping, so I have koichis to do. That we'll be able to take this message with us. Upgrade our lives. Believe it or not, both spiritually, which will also have their effect on an upgraded life in Gashmis and realize what is a means and what is an end.
This is the Prisman of Torah podcast. Please visit our website prismanoftorah.com. We are about to relaunch our entire podcasting system, including a new website, a new look, new artwork. Please come back in order to hear more details about our new website. You can contact us prismanoftorah at gmail.com. Don't forget to click subscribe, share with your friends and your family. This is the Prism of Torah podcast production. It was done for free by Ellie Podcast Productions. Le'elunishma si'chok Isaac ben Ramoisha.